I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I get it. Honestly, I am more excited in lockdown about sausage rolls than sex. Absolute fact. <laughs> fact. I don't even think that's lockdown. I think that's life. That's not specific. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to episode 3 of Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. In this week's episode, we're going to be looking at living with little ones in lockdown. I think what has become painfully obvious throughout this lockdown process is that everyone is dealing with it differently. Our situations are subjective, I suppose. I'm living with Erkan, so we're dealing with it as a couple. I know there's people out there who are single and going through it alone. And then of course, there are people who have kids and are doing it as a family. Um, For me... I feel like, I feel pretty conflicted because on one hand, I think, God, it must be lovely to ha- to know that every day it's going to be filled with laughter and chaos and wonderful experiences with these tiny little humans that you've created. But on the other hand, I can't help but think, I bet you the mums and dads out there are just dying for a little bit of peace and quiet. I bet you just one day they'd like to lie in and read a book or watch a Netflix series or have some time to self that was just theirs without their tiny little womb gremlins pulling on their sleeve every single step of the way. <laughs> but of course, I don't know because I haven't got kids. So later in the episode, I will be welcoming the wonderful, the honest, the refreshingly brilliant Giovanna Fletcher to get her take on living in lockdown with little ones. everyone knows that I haven't got kids at the moment Um, and I'm sure everyone knows god I probably share far too much of my life saying this out loud Um, but everyone knows that a couple years ago I was like sort of meant to be getting married and I kind of anticipated I'd have kids um, by now but in retrospect sometimes the worst things end up being the best things (laughs) because I'm not sure I was ready to have kids um, and I certainly wasn't with the right man. <laughs> um, I am with the right man now, or at least I think I am. <laughs> I know probably all heard me say that before, <laughs> but I'm still not sure I'm ready for kids. Like I'm struggling with this isolation process enough on its own. I can't imagine how difficult I'd be finding it if I had tiny little humans running around needing my attention and help all the time as well. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I would love kids to be in my future somewhere. 
And I'd hate to think that I'm not going to be a mum. I'm just not sure I'm ready for it yet. And sidebar, to any mummies and daddies out there, you guys are amazing. I proper take me hat off to you. You're incredible. <laughs> but I know that so many of you listening to this will have children and will be living life in lockdown with little ones. So even though I'm not going to be much help now, because I've decided to wait a while just to take me time and to stop rushing my life, <laughs> I thought I'd welcome someone who has loads of experience in the area. So hello, Giovanna, and welcome to episode three of Vicky Patterson, The Secret Two. Living life in lockdown with little ones. I mean, are there enough L's there? Is that enough of an alliteration for everyone? I don't even think I could say that. <laughs> Living in life in lockdown with little ones. You said it much quicker than me. <laughs> it's a working progress. So for anyone who has been living under a rock, uh, Giovanna Fletcher is, oh my God. So I'm going to get a little bit fangirly here and I'm really sorry in advance. She is a triple threat. She's an absolute weapon of a woman, a powerhouse of a mother. She's an author, a podcaster, a mummy influencer. Oh, bollocks, I've had a parcel. No, hang on, bear with me. <laughs> ah, the noise of podcasting remotely. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of cable I need to record this podcast I was anyway just in the middle of totally sucking you off and telling you how incredible you are as a person so she is a author podcaster really successful mummy influencer and just an all-round really nice woman so welcome babe it's wonderful to have you Thank you very much thank you I always find the introductions to podcasts really funny um because Often you you know the person you're sat next opposite, or you don't, um, or you don't know them that well. But they're someone that you really admire, and you're kind of you never get a chance to kind of go. You are an amazing person. Do you know what I mean? It's really yeah. weird, <laughs> but you're kind of having to tell them in that little nugget because you know if someone's listening goes ah no don't fancy that listen to the introduction don't fancy listening to her. <laughs> I've got no problem with bigging my guests up. Like I had Russell Kane on, who's like such a huge comedy hero of mine. Yeah. Jamie Lang, who's like a lovely pal. But you as well, but it just comes so easy to me to absolutely big you up because I, I love your like vibe. The guy. Cool. Please welcome Giovanna <laughs> Fletcher. <laughs> um, so I've actually known you for years, Giovanna, haven't I really? Well, yes, I, and I don't think you ever, you didn't remember this for a while, <laughs> uh, but back in the day, I used to work for um, uh, an online website called Entertainment Wise, and they sent me along to MTV. They were like, there's this new show launching, you can know, you can do an interview, you can do whatever you want. So I watched Geordie Shaw and I was like, I'm going to do a game of I Have Never and something else as well. And I went along <laughs> and you were there and some of the others. And I came away and I, I absolutely loved you. And I loved you even from watching oh. the first couple of episodes. I just thought you were so endearing and lovely, but passionate and fiery at the same time. Um, and I remember going into that room, doing a game of I Have Never and coming out and thinking... They have not been media trained. They do not. And it's so refreshing. I mean, they do not care at all what they say. They're just honest. They're just letting it, you know, putting it out there. And I just thought in a, in a time where everyone is so, uh, back then, they were so cautious of what they were saying and how they were being perceived. It was all about how they appeared. Um, I thought it was really refreshing. You in particular. Oh, thank you, Jay. Yeah. Well, so that, scared... well, how many years ago was that? So I was on Geordie Shore. I, I worked out the other day. It's about, I'm 32 now and I was like 21, 22 when I joined. So it's 10 oh. years, mate. 10 years yeah. it would have been. And the scary thing is as well, G, we actually had been media trained. 
<laughs> so think about where we must have started if that was with training. <laughs> So bad, so bad. Um, at the time, like I can't apologise enough, but obviously it was just a conveyor belt of people. Oh no, and I totally got that. I totally got that. And to be honest, I wasn't at the magazine properly anyway. I was just someone they sent along and were like, "See what you can get." And I was like, "Lovely, I love it. Um, lovely excuse to watch a bit of reality TV." Um, but yes, but since then we've popped like we've um, we've crossed paths quite a lot, loads of times. I remember on being on Loose Women. And you reminding me of, I thought it was going to be awkward enough because I'd been on a couple of dates with your brother. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then, of course, and they you really getting... plugged as that. They oh. were like, you know, a future sister-in-law. And I was like, what? I've just, I've just had a baby. I'm just here to promote a book. <laughs> What's going on? Never mind the fact that me and Mario were really just mates and would be in for a Sunday <laughs> dinner. But yeah, whatever it was to flog the show. And we just had to go along with it. So I thought, oh, this is going to be pretty awkward as it is. And then you reminded us that I'd met you bloody years ago I felt terrible <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you say you see so many different faces and I know that I wouldn't remember someone who interviewed me 10 years ago no matter how much you know I wanted to and how much I was, I was looking into them like looking at them for an hour there's just so much going on and I don't think it's a personal thing I think it's just a case of life is chaotic so oh, I've well. never taken it personally don't you worry <laughs> Very gracious of you, Jay, I have to tell you. Anyway, I absolutely adore you now. And I just want to know how you are getting on in lockdown. How are you coping, mate? Uh, you know what? I think it's up, to, up and down. There are days where I'm just... But, and I think we're so lucky. And I think this has been something that's um, been the overarching thing. We know that we're so lucky. We're yeah. so lucky to have a nice house have a garden, we back onto fields, we can go for our walk on the fields knowing that we're not really going to bump into anyone, we can protect the boys from what's going on into a certain level um, and uh, and we both can work from home yeah. anyway. Tom's had a tour, count, well moved, postponed, so he's mm -hmm. home and although mm -hmm. we've got books and stuff that we have to work on, um, you know, we can be there for the kids. So at the moment we're doing it so that I do the homeschooling with Buzz Tom is there with uh, Buddy and Max kind of just playing and stuff and mm -hmm. whatever else. And then um, we then we're trying to get our ma main bulk of work done in the evenings. Because mm -hmm. what I've worked out is that I can't write and homeschool at the same time no. because, um, you know, you could be writing something and really into it. And then all of a sudden you're being asked something about a maths question. Like, oh, <laughs> a little bit distracted. <laughs> yeah, you do admin stuff. So my, but my overarching thing is that, uh, my overarching thing is that we feel really, lucky but there are times where just the emotion of everything gets yeah. to you and you know not seeing your parents and you know your family yes. members and stuff and and last night I had this moment where so my dad and my um uh my dad and his partner had given me um fancy dress pirate costumes that they'd had for years they borrowed them years ago <laughs> they gave me them back about six months ago and they were still downstairs so I opened the bag and I was like oh, so I picked up the bag and I was like oh, I don't even need these costumes anymore because I think that's what a lot of people are doing at the moment using mm. the time to spring clean but exactly. I opened the bag anyway and I just got this big you know waft of my dad 
oh the smell yes Yes, I get it now and I literally just sobbed into this plastic bag and um so suffice to say I did not throw it away I've just kept it for a day where I need to (gasps) smell my dad (laughs) but that's fine you're allowed to feel those emotions you are that was a little pirate joke but when you know your your situation is good you've got a good one compared to many you do feel that you don't that you that you you feel guilty when you are finding it difficult but oh, then the things that unite it. us and I think that's the thing with happy mum have baby it's about not and this situation is the same it's about not comparing or not kind of going well I've had this so you can't possibly think that it's mm. about finding that actually we're all in it and Mm -hmm. we can we have to to a certain degree think about how we can all relate to each other and how we are going through this similar thing and a lot of the different things it doesn't matter what you have you're still not seeing your mum you're still not seeing the people that you love you're still not you still don't have the same freedom or the same allowances that you normally would so everyone is is living a very different life that's it and I've I mean I don't want to get into it too much it's been gone over and over in the press but the Sam Smith thing the other week like when he came out and said he was struggling with the situation he was in and he got mm. ripped to pieces which I don't think's conducive anyway at times like this when everyone's struggling I think we should always just be trying to understand each other rather than tear each other down regardless if mm. if it came across as insensitive but we're all going through the same thing and it's subjective like we are everybody's situation is different but the common ground is you're right we're missing we're mums we're missing being able to go where we want to go when we want to go we're missing just being able to poodle around the supermarket and pick up our favorite bits like that is one thing we have all got in this together and I think that's yeah. what we need to be mindful of in it I put a post up about it the other day I just thought if I'm feeling like this I bet you there are other people feeling like this as well and it might be nice for people to know that everyone's not just doing yoga and baking banana bread and absolutely smashing lockdown <laughs> I've never known a time where the expectations on people are so high. I'm like, it's learn a freaking language. We don't no. need the added pressure. We should be accepting however anybody is choosing to get through this. Whatever works for you, isn't it? Yeah, because I think there's also that other element of, you know, when people start taking the mickey out of certain things, and you're like, oh, I do that. I've heard this thing um, the other day on a podcast that I was listening to where someone was like, you know, and everyone's on Zoom doing their quizzes. I'm like, Zoom quizzes are getting me through. <laughs> I'm seeing my friends more now than I ever have. Like people, like friends who have kids, we're getting together on Zoom. Our kids aren't there because it's in the evening. We're having a drink. We're having a laugh. Something that we wouldn't have been able to do before without all the pressures of finding a babysitter, finding somewhere to go, getting somewhere too loud where we couldn't hear each other. I'm, I'm loving social life in lockdown. It's much better. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Giovanna Fletcher, better social life in lockdown. <laughs> Bless you. I do get it. It must be really difficult with kids to have a semblance of a normal social life outside of lockdown anyway. Yeah. Like we had our um, anniversary this week and we had steak and chips, had some wine and sat and watched Dead to Me because we just finished that series on Netflix, which is amazing. But then we were suddenly like, on me to do. this isn't actually that dissimilar to what we would be doing anyway. Like, it probably is the same. I probably would have put on a nice dress if we weren't in lockdown, but, you know, it was a bit like... Uh. Um, so, yeah, so I think 
usually it's made us realize how much our lives evolve around us being at home I think for us the added pressure is our kids being here as well all the time and having to do this homeschooling and things like that so um yeah socially honestly I'm 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 loving this because there's nothing you just sit down there's no prep nothing you know you just sit down turn on like press a link and there's your mates yeah. Although we have prepared the quiz this week, so, you know. Oh, my God. Tell, tell me all about the quiz. Don't give anything <laughs> away, but is it super difficult? I oh, can well, imagine. Well, well, no. So we have decided to go a little bit visual on some. So we've oh. taken, like, um, bird's eye view of certain places that we've all been, um, yep. either together or separately, so they've got to pick those. We've done, like, a mashup of faces, so you've got to <sighs> decide whose those faces are. Nice. I've been on Facebook and screenshot loads of legs, so people have to decide whose legs they belong to. Whose leg is um, it anyway? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, there we go. I haven't come up with a title yet. I'm using that. Um, and then we're going to do, um, like, a name that tune. So we're going to text nice. the different people what their tune is, and everyone else has got a guess. Simple You're things smashing. like that. You're smashing it. I should have had you on the social life episode. Social life in <laughs> lockdown should have been you. <laughs> you are, of course, married to the lovely Tom Fletcher, um, mm-hmm. who, I mean, I don't want to say I'm I'm looking at him with rose-tinted glasses on, but I imagine he's just a peach to be in isolation with, no? <laughs> He is in terms of, well, no, he is. I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to, yes, he absolutely is. Um, uh, so with the kids, especially, like, there's that thing of we are 50-50. There's no way either of us can do what we do without that. And we have very set roles. And he's not selfish at all in terms of what his contribution is in that. Yeah, I would say the only thing is our workloads in the evenings mean that we don't have that much time to kind of just, you know, all that couple time that you see other yeah. people having on, you know, social, that's not, that's not us. But I'm, I do feel really lucky because we don't argue and we've been together for so long and known each other for so long. We've known each other now for 22 years. So, Jesus you know, Christ. Yeah. So he knows if I'm a bit grumpy, it doesn't really mean anything. Like, you know, he knows if I'm a bit silent, I'm probably just having a little bit of a reflective tight like mm. he knows it's nothing I don't neither of us feel like we have to be a certain way to keep the other one engaged or you know <laughs> is, is, yeah you the know. honeymoon period is well and truly over <laughs> yes and you know what I hope that during lockdown everyone sees the benefits of being comfortable with another person because oh, yeah. we're all told that being comfortable there's this negative thing that comes with being comfortable comfortable is amazing like oh, not free. feeling like you have to look a certain way be a certain way that you can sit in your emotions and not feel like oh, I can't show them this grumpy side there's so much good in that rather than having to put like portray this image that you're kind of then constantly trying to catch up with say it louder for the people in the back g like <laughs> yes i couldn't agree with you more so for years i spent i spent so many years of my life with the wrong fellas and i'm not saying anything anyone doesn't know do you know what i mean like it was well yeah. documented i've had some proper stinkers and some real bad luck with men um and i honestly believed right get on this that love had to hurt it had to you had to be so into it that it would physically hurt you sometimes and you'd constantly not know where you were at and you'd be jealous and you'd be paranoid and you'd be stressed. And I thought that meant I was just really in love. And weirdly, it took a nugget of wisdom from none other than Liam Neeson. (laughs) 
<laughs> not said to us not said directly. Not said to us directly. <laughs> I, fuck, I fucking wish. Um, no. <laughs> he, he said, love is the only thing in the world that shouldn't hurt. It should be easy and it should be, it should make you feel good. And at times you should have to work at it, but it should never hurt. And yeah. it just, in that moment. Because that, that person that you're with is meant to want to protect you from that pain. They're, more, exactly. they're, they're meant to want to, you know, hold you close and not let anything happen to you. And, and so for them to be the one that is causing that pain just doesn't make sense. But no. I think it's an age thing. And, I, and, I, and yeah. I would honestly say that me and Tom have had that, but we've grown, we've grown up together. You know, we've yeah. found a way to resolve each issue that we had. And um, so, yeah, so, you know, I, I honestly, I do think back sometimes and go, oh, do you remember the times back in, you know, oh, 20 years ago when we'd have an argument and storm out of the house and drive <laughs> off and be like, ah, you know, do you remember those times when it was fiery? And But then you're kind of like, yeah, but I remember sobbing and crying oh, and, you know, and you don't want worst. that. Nah. I'd rather like, cry into a plastic bag over my dad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get your tears these days, girl. No shame. No shame in your game. <laughs> but it is lovely. Like, I'm in lockdown with Erkan and I think... I'm sort of somewhere in between what you described before. And, and you mentioned like you're not getting that really lovely one on one time with Tom, but we are getting some of that lovely smug, just couple, couple moments where it's just us and we're watching a film and we're cuddling. And I've seen your nice. like your little, um, little, uh, your little food, the trays, <laughs> like gorgeous food that you lay out before your movie nights. That's what I'm more jealous of. Not that you're probably touching each other, and like we're literally, if we if our hands are touching during a film, that's that's like intimacy for us. That's but raunchy. You guys, that's raunchy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm oh, more I jealous do. of the food that's out. It's yeah, incredible. Not alone. I get honestly, I do. When you post those. Well, when you post those photos, I do find I spend a good couple of minutes going. Now, I wonder how much of that she's eating. How much? What would I go for? <laughs> so nothing about the relationship, just whether she's going for the sausage rolls or the dips first. <laughs> I get it. Honestly, I am more excited in lockdown about sausage rolls than sex. Absolute fact. <laughs> fact. I don't even think that's lockdown. I think that's life. That's not specific. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. <laughs> so many things about you which I've mentioned before and I'm not going to embarrass you by going into them all again um because you strike me as someone who'd get lovely little rosy cheeks if I if I kept embarrassing you um but what 
I do really like about you is the authenticity that you display on social media. You're gorgeous. Your husband is like the lead singer of of a band. Your kids are great. You're both successful. You're creative. Gorgeous house. You could quite easily go on social media and just dick swing for days, mate. You could act <laughs> like your life was golden, and nobody would ever question you. Would just be like, yeah, she is the ducks nuts, and our life reflects that. But actually, what makes you so incredibly endearing is that. You don't like you come on and you say today was a bad day or today I'm struggling and and you do it with your podcast as well so beautifully so I just wanted to congratulate you. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you. Do you know what? I honestly think it was having Buzz. Buzz was the massive turning point for me because I suddenly felt like how is everyone else living this perfect life and I'm struggling. I I've yeah. got this this baby that I always wanted but. And it wasn't terrible, you know, but I was just like, how am I not doing this when I thought I was really maternal? And it's only then when I started sharing and started having other people go, oh, no, that's me too. Yeah. And I suddenly thought, oh, hold on. Well, why, why is no one talking about this? And mm. I felt the literally the pressure ease the moment it was shared and, you know, the moment that, that those voices came back and said, me too. And that's, yeah. so that's kind of how I I live now, you know? Yeah. And I just don't... What's the point of pretending? I always think, um, you know, when Instagram stories came in and, and it was a big shock for everyone. Everyone was like, whoa. That yeah. you've suddenly it was a culture shock. <laughs> yeah, suddenly people have accents or different angles and whoa, they're three. Like, it's just bonkers. So um, so I, uh, I feel like that was a huge shock, but I would much rather have me online, raw, no makeup, mm-hmm bed whatever and then go out and have meet someone and then go oh you scrub up well rather than <laughs> me being so filtered on yeah. Instagram and then going out and people being like oh god she is a fair so you're lowballing on Insta so when yes, you go out in totally. real life everyone's buzzing like an old fridge I get it I like it <laughs> very smart <laughs> very smart lower the expectations and then you know everyone's like whoa she can brush her hair (laughs) I honestly relate to that so much like I had this real run of bad luck with paps like it's not stopped or anything like I am never gonna be that glamorous gorgeous girl who goes out and just takes these like effortless incredible pap pics when she doesn't know they're there I'll always be pulling a stupid face I'll always have baked beans on me top I'll always be like falling over or just look like it'll be a bad angle my thighs will look massive it's just never great so when I was trying to cultivate this image of a strong and confident and sexy woman on social media whenever I'd get papped it would break me heart because I'd be like Jesus Christ I am a catfish I am a catfish and everyone got onto it as well they started to be like you look nothing like your map pictures so I kind of just thought you know what fuck this and started putting up these like insta versus realities and there is no way try as they might and believe me the paps have they can get a worse picture of me than the ones i've put up on insta now i've done you lads because they would have been trying to control you by shaming you yeah so anything that you feel shame over they would take that and say well we have you actually because this we're gonna make this you so shaming you and taking away you know everything that 
all the other things that make you you. That's one photo. That's those are angles. They all become a huge part of you. But everything else you would have put out there is also you. I saw the photos yeah. you put up the other day actually of you when you were doing your packing, yeah. and they'd taken photos of you there and just quarters. Like, but this is someone who's doing an amazing thing. But you know full well the way that you are going to portray that. Whatever you say, yeah. it's all about you know what someone looks like and it's just bo- it's mind-boggling that at a time you know we all know you are absolutely gorgeous oh. you're doing you're there doing something for charity it's not about anything other than the fact that you're putting things in boxes and that's gonna be an emotional experience yeah but you don't need someone there documenting it and making no. it a negative nah or taking it to like I don't mean to make this with something else but they take away your ownership of it and that's what frustrated us so I then sort of started channeling all of them frustrations through me Instagram into making that such an authentic place and I did I took real inspiration from you so thank Mm. you very much but when it comes to like mental health stuff how do you feel like you said you posted the other one the the longer one you did about lockdown the other day which I saw um how does it make you feel when people come back and I know I'm switching this around. Sorry, I am becoming a host. Bad habits. How does it make you feel? Let's have a mix up. I like it. Keep me on my toes. How does it make you feel when you do get those comments back that are that make that make you realise that you are valid and having those those opinions and thoughts and how mm. being authentic and letting people see what you would perceive or what we've all been told through different forms of media and how we've been brought up, how those things are our weaknesses to realise that actually showing them makes them your strength. Oh, honestly, like I think I can, I think it's, it's, it's similar to your sentiments, what you said before, like when you came out after the birth of, of your little boy um, and you found that it gave you power and it, it made other people relate, like the more I share, um, the more I'm genuinely authentic on Instagram and discuss like me lows and, and sort of, certain things I'm struggling with the more people just come out and say they're having like a similar experience so if I can open dialogues and make people feel better across my social media you best believe I'm gonna do it like it's the it's the it's the only it's the only good thing I can use that platform for and I am going Mm. to do it so it makes me feel empowered and liberated doing that and I hope I'm helping some people along the way no I'm sure you are and that's a huge reason why Have Mum Have Baby exists so we found out which ties in with what what you do and everything and and I do do think it's become a world where you know for the last few years it's all been about what you look like and what you have and I think it it's the same not in the same in motherhood but with motherhood it's how good a mum you are how you're coping what your kids are you know and I think there's such a pressure and for Have Mum Have Baby a thing that pushes me forward is that the leading cause of death in new mums is suicide. That has no. been constant. That has been constant for the last few years. The oh leading cause of death. And I think if we can talk, if we let people know that they're not alone, which is what you do every time you show your weakness and make it a strength, you're helping someone. Oh, you know I mean, you're saying so we powerful. don't have to be ashamed. Yeah, yeah. So I think the more we talk, the more we unlock it, the more we make people feel they don't have to feel like they don't have what they have to be ashamed of feeling certain feelings the more you're helping so keep doing what you're doing basically because you're doing it right back at you right back at you um I'm going to talk to you about happy mum happy baby in a second because you had 
an amazing guest recently, which I just I need to get. Who you're talking about? <laughs> I need to get a little bit, a little bit of inside info on that one. Um, but before I do, I just wanted to find out. You've touched on it a little bit. How is life in lockdown with three kids really? Because you got three boys. You got Buzz, Buddy, mm-hmm. and Max, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spill the tea, um, G. You know what? It's really chaotic and loud. And every time we come out to clap for carers on a Thursday, um, we have some comment from our neighbours to say, oh, the boys sound like they're having fun. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, so that's... They are heard. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a lauded comment as well, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they say it with a smile. And you're just like, can you hear them all the day? Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's lots of, there's lots of, you know what? There's laughter. The, a lot of the pressure is eased. At the same time, there are meltdowns galore. There are, there's hitting, you know, there's, it's chaotic in lots of ways. But if I compare my, compare our situation to where we were nine weeks ago, mm. we're doing all right. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, even in terms of, I think the boys knowing that we're not going anywhere, dinner time has somehow become calmer. You know, Ooh. we all sit around, we all talk. Um, so we're managing to find little nuggets because they are nuggets they're not (laughs) continuous um little nuggets of times that you kind of sit in and you kind of go aren't we incredibly lucky to be here all the five of us um you know and then the other times sort of pulling your hair out and kind of go why don't you listen to me why am I such a parrot (laughs) also what's incredible is so we're talking about online stuff as well and it's so important to follow people who inspire you and make you feel good um and I know right now we're all kind of searching for things to do with our kids but um two um Instagram pages that I actually really love the Joy Journal and Five Minute Mum, just because they give you ideas to do, but they're also really practical. So even Mm. with the Joy Journal, when she says stuff um, that she likes doing, and it's all beautifully pictured and stuff, and Laura's incredible. Um, However, she she will say, she'll tell you how long it takes to set up, how much mess it will make, and how much attention (laughs) the kids will have. She gives you what you need to know. Yeah. Is it a five minute thing? You know, are they going to literally be in it for five minutes? Because then it it manages. I think expectations is a huge part of lockdown as a parent. Mm. You've got to lower them, really lower (laughs) those expectations. Because if you know, look, you can set this up and it will be a lovely activity. It might only hold their attention for two minutes. That's fine. I can deal with that rather than setting things up and thinking they're going to be invested for an hour and then feeling like, oh, this all went wrong. It's like you before just want lockdown. to know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like before lockdown, you see everyone out and they're going on these amazing trips. And you're like, oh my God, we need to go out and we need to go on an amazing trip. And then, you know, you organize this trip and it's going to be the best day ever. Uh-huh. And then you get there, there's 10,000 meltdowns. No one wants to do anything. No one wants to put their shoes on to even get out the door <laughs> in the first place. There's arguments in the car. It's all falling to pot. However, the little moment of joy will come when you're not expecting it, when you're not trying to shoehorn in the joy. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's kind of, it has, yeah. to, it has to be spontaneous. So that is, yeah. So lockdown for me, it's been a massive learning curve. I always hate giving any indication that it's going well during conversations like these when anyone asks because you don't want to tempt fate. <laughs> yeah, the afternoon will be full of meltdowns if I say yes, it's going well. Do you know what I mean? I'll come off this and I'll walk straight into a massive situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, don't worry, we've not tempted fate. You've kept, you've hedged your thanks. bets. You're going to be thanks. fine. <laughs> may, may the odds be in your favour. <laughs> thanks, thanks. I always have a good case of reference. <laughs> 
Oh, Giovanna, I am absolutely loving speaking to you. You're just like a little ball of energy and everything you're saying is so insightful. Lucky for everyone listening, there is a part two, so we'll welcome you back then. (laughs) I'm going to leave everybody with a little cliffhanger, a celebrity secret. So one of my friends has given us a little tidbit of information on how to deal with little ones in lockdown. So my secret to surviving lockdown with the little ones is actually just rolling with the punches. When uh, we first found out that we were going to be going through lockdown, I actually did completely the wrong thing and just let everyone go a bit feral. Have, you know, your pick of the snack drawer and let's just watch movies and let's just long it out and just see how we get on. And then I just realised actually, no, we we all still do need boundaries you still do need some structure everyone needs some structure just to get through the day you want to know when your breakfast is and your lunch is and kids really really need it so now my new rule is get all your homework done make sure you have a bounce on the trampoline so you get some exercise and uh make sure you speak to your friends so that's it i don't really know if i've even given an answer roll with the punches do the best you can it's enough all these people saying try and find you know a new language to speak bake some banana bread i mean i can't bake that i think it's enough just to get by and just to make sure that everyone's okay and that the army all your soldiers they're all okay at the end of the day they're all present and accounted for I think just that's it. Do the best you can. I've got a really loud bird here. I'm in the garden. This is where I am uh, trying to get some peace and quiet. Make sure you tune in to part two to find out who the secret celeb is. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.